Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those... Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat cause we hot like... Doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting Check mic one, two, one, two. We live, baby. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. Um, this is Fresh Music Fridays. So today, you guys, I'm really excited to bring on a very special guest. Um, she is an R&B singer with mad flavor. Like, you guys have to, like, sit here and listen to her speak, and you guys have to sit here and listen to her music because she is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, let's bring on Risque. What's up, Risque? How you Hi. doing, girl? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, well, today, um... Usually, I like to start off all my interviews with like an icebreaker question for the artist. So, since you're from where I'm from, Chi-Town, let me ask you this question. <laughs> okay, Willis Tower or Sears Tower? Like, what do you call it still? Um, if anybody calls it the Willis Tower, I'm calling the police. <laughs> it's definitely called the Sears Tower. But you know what, though? I'm... I'm for, for an out-of-towner, I would say I'm from Chicago, but to somebody from Chicago, I would tell them, like, I'm from, like, the South Suburbs, so I'm from Mets, and I grew up in Mets, so I'm not from, like, the actual Chicago, like, city, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. I definitely feel that. You're, like, the first person I ever talked to that would actually admit and claim the suburbs before they do the city, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because I can't rep somewhere I'm not from, because you'll ask me what's what's this street and what's this street and now I, I wouldn't know and then y'all somebody would bust me out anyway so ain't no sense of lying about it, you know? that is so true and then here my ass was actually born in the city of Chicago grew up in the city of Chicago can't name one day I'm straight downtown <laughs> <laughs> so you Man. know mm-hmm. but anyway uh so let's just uh get into everything so tell the people like your story of how you first got involved with singing and how you knew you wanted to be an R&B artist and just a little bit about, you know, your background and everything. Well, okay, so I'm more so rap. Yes, I do sing, but rapping is definitely my uh, my first uh, niche. And I started rapping when I was, I think I was like 10 or something like that. I would just like write raps at school, writing at home. And then me and my cousin were like, rapping to each other and my cousin was a lot older than me so you know he would like make a beat and we would just rap together and then we would like fake accept awards like we would pretend like we would have the BET awards accept awards and stuff like that so that's kind of where it started out um but you know I was a kid not really taking it serious but about two years ago I started taking it serious and I went to the studio and I made some music and I dropped a video and you know, a lot of people liked it 
and they were saying that I was really, really creative, and you know, that kind of boosted my self-esteem, so I just kept going with it. And um, I got, um, I got a lot of, I have like a creative mind, so I love to put like that creative mind to like my music videos, and, like my actual music, like, you know, I try to come up with like different voices and different personalities to use in my music, so, you know, just to spice it up and stuff. Okay, so I knew I wasn't tweaking when I heard you switch up your um the sound of your voice when you say certain things like um <laughs> I can't explain it but also like the rapping too because one of my icebreaker questions was gonna be for you like I was gonna say Tupac or Biggie or whatever because you did a uh, um a song called All Eyes on Me you know and dedication mm-hmm. to Tupac but it was in your own Chicago way you know mm-hmm. and I thought that was amazing and I started looking at more songs on your YouTube channel. And I said, man, this girl can rap, sing, and dance, and just do a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, your personality you. stands out in your music. It really does. Oh, my God. Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, um, I, I, I was just looking through beats on YouTube one day. And, like, I'm not going to lie. The beats on YouTube are trash. So, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. let me just remix one of Tupac's old uh, beats. Because I love Tupac. Um, so... I did that and it was called All Eyes on She and I was just in my room on the floor, like just in my notes, writing the writing the song one day, and like it just flowed. Like it literally just flowed, just like came out the top of my head and a lot of people like that song. And I'm so glad like I could do that and dedicate that song to him because okay, so if I am gonna answer the question between the Tupac and the Biggie thing, I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna choose Tupac just because like I'm big on like sound like yes I love what a person can say but I'm also big on like beats and Tupac's beats were like unmatched and the way he flowed over them were unmatched now Biggie has some cold stuff too but I think um I don't know I just grew up on Tupac a little more than Biggie that's what's up um so with with that being said Tupac over Biggie in a sense um did you at one point in your life ever write like you know what I'm saying spoken word like poetry and everything um, I think I wrote a couple of poems, but I never got into it that much. Um, when I was younger, I don't think I was really into poems more so than rap. Mm-hmm. But when I got older, I started like appreciating like jazz culture, like poetry culture, just like, you know, uh, Afrocentric culture in general. Like I just started appreciating that a lot more. So I would definitely love to listen to somebody else write poetry but I really don't write poetry like that but rap is kind of like poetry so yeah I definitely agree that's why I asked because you said Tupac Tupac wrote a lot of poetry too in his rap so I just want to know like what aspect of Tupac actually influenced you but he has a different aspects so yeah um one more thing like did you when you were like a kid like you said you started rapping when you were like 10 did you ever enter into any like talent shows or anything um I didn't like I didn't do talent shows but I did like plays like for school like you know like acting plays I like did like the whole runway walking thing so I I never I never did anything like that but I didn't like other stuff yeah but you were just always out there like doing your thing though I was always out there just doing my thing. Like, I think my my parents kind of instilled it into me. Like, my parents wanted me to be, like, a model when I was younger so badly. But I was a tomboy, so I just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to skateboard and get dirty, like, with the guys, like, and just 
play with worms and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's not until <laughs> it's not until when I got older, you know what I mean? I started really, you know, getting into stuff like that. But I've always been out here. I've always done something in like the art world. Right. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I was going to say, I know I said a whole bunch of your other songs, but one other song that really stood out to me was um that's why they like me because it's so cute the way you say like your words i can't explain it like the phrases you use and the way you say it is so cute and i love it oh uh, thank you that's that's another song like when i first came out i was doing this thing where like i wanted to do a different voice on every track and i mean yeah. i started running out of voices but you know what i mean i started to mix them up so with zombie bride i had to I'm all, yeah, it's like a canine, like the little raspy voice. And then the, that's why they like me, Ugh, like the little Minnie Mouse voice. And then I just had like my regular Tupac voice. And then sometimes I just get on there and just talk regular like how I am now. Like, you know, like, I like, I love to switch it up and it really just, I'm an emotional person. So like when I do music, it really just depends on what type of mood I'm in. And that's what voice is going to come out. Yeah, that's hella dope. I love that. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. So like, as an artist growing, like, would you, like, um, ever get your hands dirty with the actual process of uh, producing, like, making the beat and everything? You know what? Like, I literally went out, bought a MacBook, uh, and I wanted to get into making beats because I'm like, you know, I'll be, like, it's, it's, like, so weird. Like, I'll be, like, waking up from a nap and, like, this crazy-ass beat will pop in my head. And I'm like, damn, I wish I knew how to, like, put this on FL so I can, like, you know, right. make a whole beat. But sometimes I can be lazy. I can be a procrastinator. But really what it was is at the time when I bought the MacBook, I had to buy FL Studios. And I'm like, damn, I just paid for this MacBook and now I got to pay for FL Studios. So it was, like, the money thing right. kind of held me back. You know what I mean? It's like when it's, when you're doing this rap stuff and especially when you're doing it by yourself, you don't have no sponsor or nothing, right. you got to pay for all of this stuff yourself. And that's what's hard about it. Okay, let's piggyback off that for a moment. Like being an independent artist, you gotta uh invest in yourself constantly, no oh, yeah. matter what. And FL Studio to me is fucking hard as hell to use, even like the little free de- demo they be having, you know. <laughs> I'm serious, so that shit just sitting there like dust and everything. But I was gonna ask you, what do you what are your what are your views on um uh, uh, artist is just starting off, uh, and they want to get their name out there, so to speak, and they numbers up. What do you think about paying for streams, like from YouTube or uh, just anywhere, uh, SoundCloud, whatever? You know, you can pay for as many streams as you want to, but if you don't connect with the right people, like it's going to be very difficult for you. Like, yes, yeah, like pay for streams because that's going to like put money in your pocket like the more streams you get on spotify like that's that's some income that you could be getting especially if you're getting a lot of streams so definitely do that but um it's it's really about networking with the right people and just putting time into it every day like if you're in school but you never do no homework you're gonna fail Mm -hmm. and you just have to practice it and you have to do it and I will say for like an independent artist, like you have to make time for your craft. Like you, you you have to have, um, like, let's say like I'm in school right now. So it was Mm. really hard for me to juggle doing school, doing rap, like trying to start up a clothing line. Like it was just a lot, you know what I mean? And then I had a, I had a full-time job. So it's really, really hard, but you just have to find that balance. And if 
you know, don't do it because you're seeking validation from other people. Exactly. You just got to do it because you like it because you'll be doing this forever and you'll get frustrated and then you'll quit, you know, doing it. And that's what kind of happened to me at first. Like I did it because I loved it. But then I noticed that I started seeking validation from other people. Like, why aren't these people rocking with me? But mm-hmm. honestly, I'm just doing it because like I love being creative and that's just what it is. So, you know, pay for them streams, network. And just do it because you love it. And, you know, it don't stop. Be consistent. And then you'll you'll look up and be where you need to be. Exactly. That's great advice to um, give people, the young people out there. Um, you, you talk about a clothing line. What's the name of your clothing line? Your upcoming clothing line, excuse me. So I had an up clothing, uh, upcoming clothing line um, named Blue Jean. And um, mm. I was going to do something like that. But, you know, so basically it was just going to be like, you know fashion for like weird people or creative people just for people that are different Mm -hmm. um but you know I noticed that some it's about a marketing thing and sometimes that won't work I know I noticed people like high fashion so basically I'm coming out with this thing called Lietti and it's basically limited uh limited edition every day as Halloween so it's really weird but I'm gonna break it down so basically like I love going to the thrift stores and like sewing clothes to like make them fit or sewing patches on them like basically like upcycling old clothes and I love doing that so I wanted to start a website where it's like every piece that I sell is going to be limited edition so you can only get it one time and um, I would sell each piece and the story behind the every day is Halloween thing is just like when I was in high school I used to love to like dress up like really really funky like every day but um I people made fun of me for that like why are you wearing like we're, we're just at school why are you wearing this stuff to school like you're being extra like you're so weird like a lot of people made fun of me and um it caused like a lot of like self-esteem issues for me yeah and I noticed I started I stopped being myself my creative self mm. and I started trying to fit in with other people and um I guess the everyday is Halloween thing is just like you know for Halloween you dress up you can be whoever you want to be for that day. But I think Halloween should be every day. You should be able to dress up and be who you want every single day. And like, it shouldn't just have to be one day. So, you know, I missed that girl that was in high school. Like I was 10 times more creative as I am now, but those self-esteem issues caused me to slow down and I'm still right. trying to find her. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a meeting behind Lee Eddie. Um, so, yeah. That's hella hot, Lee Eddie. That sounds like some international shit. Like, <laughs> some urban wear from Chicago that made it to London's runway. <laughs> man, it will. I'm speaking it into existence, man. Me too, Lee Eddie. That, that shit is cold right there. Thank you so much. For sure. Um, speaking of shit that's cold and everything, um, let's talk about your new single, Call Me Baby. Mm-hmm um this single dope as hell or whatever and the reason why it's dope is this is how I perceived it I watched the video first the mm-hmm. video is extra 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 creative um I like the concept behind the entire song um that song probably came from a, a, a real life experience with you dealing yeah. with these knuckleheaded guys and everything like, no I'm not gonna chase after you fool you about <laughs> to chase after me okay Yes. And that shit is just ridiculously cold the way the video you ever uh watched because I know you like rap and everything, Tierra Whack. Yeah. Okay, you know like that video. Right. You know that creative video she got with the potatoes and she like cutting them up and it, the potatoes are like, coming to life and stuff. It's just like yes. 
that's how watching Call Me Baby was like for me. And then when I listened to it just with my earphones on without the video, I could still visualize like a lot of, um, you know, relatable uh, ideas that you were talking about in the song. So like, how did that song come about exactly? Well, I was um, I was in the studio with my friend at the time and while they were doing their thing, I'm like, you know, let me just do my thing. So I put on my beats, I put on my headphones and I was like, I had already saved a couple of beats off of YouTube that I had liked. So um, I typed in Tyler the Creator type beat because that's one of my biggest inspirations. And um, it was this one beat that came up and I liked it. It was like a vibe. And I was trying to write to it a couple of days before, but I couldn't. So I, I wanted to work on this beat. So came up with the chorus like I just let the song flow I just let everything come out naturally and like I was closing my eyes I was laying down closing my eyes and like it just flowed out I was like come here baby can you come and love me so like it just came like I don't know like it just popped into my head it wasn't a forced thing um and I guess like I I pull from like the old me a lot because like Mm -hmm. of my past experiences with dudes you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like dudes like they'll call me you know what I mean? Like they'll they'll hit me up, you know, for certain things, and mm-hmm. it's just, I got tired of that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? You want you calling me? Call me, baby. Come, can you come and love me? So that's the dude saying, you know, can you come off my house? And I'm like, you know what? Hold on for a second. Like I'm gonna put you on hold, and that like never call you back. So I left him hanging like a nail on a big toe. Like you know, yeah. like when, you, when your nail hang off your toe and it's just hanging. Like yeah, mm-hmm. so left them hanging and that's just how you got to do these guys sometimes like because they're terrible people so I really wanted to like I really want to empower women to get them to understand the morals that they should have so they won't um have to deal with the same things I dealt with with dudes but I still try to do it in like a funny way so um like I try to be silly about it you know what I mean so it doesn't have to be so serious all the time um so I I I wrote the course and I went to this and I wrote um I wrote the, the the verses to it and I went to the studio and recorded it and I hate the verse so mm-hmm. I sat on the song for a long time so I ended up you know coming up with another verse and then went into the studio and knocked it out and then I met with a musical mayhem film shout out to them there there's some bomb uh, video people and then you know we sat down and we brainstormed the concept of the video and like two weeks later came did the video had the green screen and everything and you know the rest is history and um that is really one of my favorite visuals and I want to you know come 10 times harder with the next visual I do that's what's up yeah I am um really impressed with the song itself and like I said like the visual was on point too so yeah um you're welcome I want to play a little game with you you up for a game Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm up for a game. I'm up for a game. Let's do it. All right. This game is called Finish the Lyrics. So I'm going to read, recite some lyrics to you, then I'm going to stop and ask you to finish them, and you're going to tell me the song name and the person who sung it. And oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna feel so okay okay let's go let's go let's do if it. you get one out of two like either the song or the um the author of the song I'll give you the point okay Okay, I hope I could do this. Let's go. All right. Here you go. Da, 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 da. All right, here you go. This is so funny. <clears throat> see? <laughs> Grab your Glocks when you see Tupac. Call the cops when you see Tupac. Uh, who shot me? But you punks didn't finish now. Finish the lyric. Crap. <laughs> Hold on. 
You said grab your Glocks when you see Tupac. Crap. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't, I don't, I can't finish it. I can't finish it. You know who sung it, right? Yeah, it's Tupac. It's definitely Tupac. Okay, it's hit him up, and the rest of the lyric is, um... No. What? No, it's not. It wasn't Tupac. It was Biggie. I'm tweaking. Hell no, that was Tupac. Hit him up. You say grab your locks when you see Tupac? Yeah. Wow. I'm ashamed. I'm a Tupac fan. Let me, no, let me just okay. stop. <laughs> you were silly. Okay, it's uh, the rest of the line was like um, when he say you sh- who shot me, but you punks didn't finish the job. You about to feel the wrath of a menace, nigga. I hit him up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was like too easy, and I should have got that. But I'm a terrible person. I'm so sorry, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one. Okay, here we go. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, Salt and Pepper, and Heavy D up in the limousine. Finish the lyric. Um, hanging pictures on the wall. Yep. Every Saturday, Rap Attack, Mr. Magic, Marley Mall. Yeah, you're right. I love that my tape, right? Yeah, all that, all that. I, I remember a little bit of that. I got one line, so that's good. No, you definitely got it. I know you remember it. I let my te- tape rock till my tape popped. Yeah, Biggie Smalls, for sure. That was um, definitely Well, you got both of them or whatever, so you did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah. It was okay. I but, wish you would have... I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. It's cool. What you about to say? You wish what? No, I wish you would have had some, some new age stuff. I would have got it. I would have got it right then and there. Oh, hell yeah, I know. Because you probably listen to the radio a lot, too. No, I really don't. I don't even listen to the radio like that. I listen to, like, my Apple Music playlist. Oh, that's what's up, then. Okay, Um. well, who's your... This is another fun question, but who are your top three rappers? No, I can't even do that. I can't. It's so many. Oh, my God, it's so many dope artists, like, I'll name a few one day and then I'll hear some other stuff another day. I'll be like, change my mind. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, people be so cold. But you know, I will say, I love Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I think he's so cold. Uh, I'm going to say Tyler because I think, you know, my he's a big part of my childhood. Like, he's wow. a huge part of my childhood. Um, Tyler the Creator. And um, I love Drake. I love Drake. And I want to put him in there, but I feel like Drake is like automatic. Like he's everyone's favorite. So yeah. Um, I love Nicki. She's a big part of my childhood too. Like I, I respect her so much as a rapper. Like when I was younger, I didn't really respect her so much. Like I just liked her music. Mm. But like as I start like writing the raps and stuff like that, like I could really understand like how hard it is, you know to be a female rapper how hard it is to come up with like wordplay and how far how hard it is to have that run this long in the hip-hop game i definitely agree with you it's definitely it feels like it's a male-dominated game but it's not it's women out there that can um spit just as hard as men you know oh yeah nikki first of all nikki on monster with uh mm-hmm. kanye and jay-z she killed everybody on the track mm-hmm. she killed everyone period yeah, she definitely did. She got that oomph in her. But um, tell everybody where they can find your music at. 
Um, you can find my my music on all platforms. You can find it on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. I got some music on SoundCloud. Um, so you can get my music pretty much everywhere. Cool, cool. Thank you, Risque, for coming on today's show and blessing the mic. I appreciate you. No, I thank you so much for having me. Like, it was definitely a natural vibe. I, I appreciate you. Oh, for sure, girl. Anytime. And when you got some brand new projects dropping, um, hit me up or whatever. I'm going to be following you and watching you anyway, but, you know. <laughs> of course. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I will let you know because I would love to come back on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. And introduce your song to everybody. Um, you talking about Call Me Baby? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you can find Call Me Baby on YouTube. So if you just type in Risque, now you have to do the apostrophe or so it won't come up. So R-I-S apostrophe C-A-I-Y and then just type in Call Me Baby and the music video will pop right up. Let's get it, guys. Peace. Thank you. Call me baby, can you come and love me slow? Hold on, daddy, let me put you on a free pole. Left him hanging like a nail on a big toe. Hit me 1 a.m., he calling me for one thing. He wants the pussy, that's the only time my phone ring. I might let him eat the pussy, go snorkeling. Call me baby, can you come and love me slow? Hold on, daddy, let me put you on a free pole. Left him hanging like a nail on a big toe. Go snorkeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.